Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. This episode explores new research which has found that artificial lights along coastlines are impacting those species that navigate by starlight. Breaking free from sandy beds, you race towards the water's edge. Lunar compass perfectly attuned to the faintest glimmer of starry nights and the worlds of distance in between. Constellations align as you cleanse the sands from the sea's rotting discharge. Custodian of the dunes, you cruise the coastlines, bearings flickering towards the sanctuary of those sandy beds. Forked limbs stumble across unfamiliar shorelines, blinded by the lights of an artificial galaxy, lost between grains of stars, too numerous to count. This poem is inspired by research published in Cell Biology, which has found that artificial lighting along coastlines could be having a significant impact on species that rely on the moon and stars for navigation. Sandhoppers are a type of crustacean that are common across Europe's coasts, where they spend their daytime buried in the sand at depths of 10 to 30 centimetres before emerging at night to feed on decaying seaweed, algae and other detritus that is washed up by the sea. Sandhoppers navigate by using an internal lunar compass in order to guide them from their burrows on sandy beaches to the water's edge, with their nightly migrations based on the moon's position and the brightness of the natural night sky. The presence of artificial light originating from cities, aka artificial sky glow, has been shown to disrupt these lunar compasses when sandhoppers rely on them to cover long distances. By monitoring the sandhopper population on Cable Bay Beach in North Wales over 19 nights between June and September 2019, researchers observed the behaviour of almost 1,000 individuals under a range of moon phases and weather conditions before introducing artificial light that replicated the intensity and colour of sky glow from towns and cities around the UK coastline. They found that the sandhoppers moved in the expected shoreward direction in the absence of artificial sky glow and when the moon was full and the sky was clear, but that they did not move in any specific and quantifiable direction in the presence of artificial sky glow during the same moon phase and cloud cover conditions. Sky glow is the most geographically widespread form of light pollution currently existing at around a quarter of the world's coasts. These results therefore indicate that artificial sky glow is likely having large impacts on coastal species that are guided by celestial light cues, and that a renewed focus on the ecological impacts of this phenomenon are urgently needed in order to fully understand the extent to which it is shaping the natural environment. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Breaking free from sandy beds, you race towards the water's edge. Lunar compass perfectly attuned to the faintest glimmer of starry nights and the worlds of distance in between. 
constellations align as you cleanse the sands from the sea's rotting discharge. Custodian of the dunes, you cruise the coastlines, bearings flickering towards the sanctuary of those sandy beds. Forked limbs stumble across unfamiliar shorelines, blinded by the lights of an artificial galaxy, lost between grains of stars, too numerous to count. In this section of the podcast, I like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading Starlight at Sea by Catherine Lee Bates. Catherine Lee Bates was an American poet and songwriter who was born in 1859 in the Massachusetts town of Falmouth. Bates's father was a congregational minister and she received a good education at Wellesley's High School and then its college, where she gained a bachelor's degree at the age of 21. Taking advantage of new educational opportunities available to women after the Civil War, Bates used the prize money she had received from a young adult novel, Rose and Thorn, to travel to England and study at Oxford University from 1890 to 1891. She then returned to Wellesley as an associate professor in 1891, where she earned her MA before being promoted to a full professor of English literature. She was an incredibly prolific author with several collections of poetry and was the recipient of many awards and prizes but she remains best known perhaps for writing a poem which was later set to music and became the anthem, America the Beautiful. Starlight at Sea by Catherine Lee Bates Over the murmurous choral of dim waves, the constellations glow against the soft, ethereal dusk, forever fair aloft, serene, while man climbs painfully from caves to cities, clamorous cities, life that raves like surf against the rocks. It is not oft our cities glimpse the stars, their lustre scoffed away by low, hard glitter that outbraves night's blessing of the dark. But here upon mid-ocean, all whose muffled voices ring, a rapture lost to our vexed human wills. We see the primal radius that shone on chaos, see the young god shepherding his gleaming flocks on the empurpled hills. Thank you for listening to The Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.